the Shi'ur Tanya for the 18th day of Tevis, Yudches Tevis, for Hashanah Beres, begins on Omud 30 with the beginning of Perik Yud Aleph, with the words Vizel Umas, and that ends by page Omud Tezayin with the words Shechinta Sharia. So previously we were discussing the battles that take place for control of the human body between the two souls, the Nefesh Alikis and the Nefesh Abahamis. And in the previous chapters, the Al-Tadebbe discussed what takes place when the Nefesh Ha'alikis uh, overpowers and takes control uh, and utilizes the uh, person's Machshava Dibur and Maisa to uh, be engaged and involved only in matters which is uh, for the service of Hashem, which is the uh, expansion of the Nefesh HaLikis. And the Al-Tarebbe explained that the extent of the Nefesh HaLikis uh, uh, expansion is so that it would chase away and eradicate the Nefesh Habahamis totally. And the Al-Tarebbe said there are two basic Madregas in how much the Nefesh HaLikis can chase away and overpower the Nefesh Habahamis to uh, sort of get rid of it from the uh, human body, from the person, so that only it will remain uh, totally uh, connected to the person. So the one level is the Tzadik V'toyloi, uh, or Tzadik Gomur that one who has reached the highest level of tzaddik and he serves Hashem with a love of Ava Bitanugim and that means that he has totally eradicated that the love that is in the right ventricle uh, which is the place that the Nefesh kiss originally expands to when it overflows and it enters also into the left ventricle and it takes away the uh, garments uh, that are uh, disgusting garments of the Nefesh Abahamis. And he utilizes that the Nefesh Abahamis too uh, is constantly and only engaged in the desires of the Nefesh Alikis. And he has no uh, love and no connection and no feeling for anything Gashmis. And that would mean that he has... Uh, totally gotten rid of, like David Amelech, Libi Cholal Bikirbi, he has totally gotten rid of, of the Ra, of the evil, of the clipper, of the Nefesh Abahamis, and he has turned it around, and now he's a Tzadik Gomer, a complete Tzadik, and a Tzadik Vitoivloi that only has Toiv. But the more common, those are the Bnei Aliyah, and those are the people that are very few um, in every generation. And that's a very special madrege. But the majority of the tzaddikim fall in the second category, which is a tzaddik she'en gomer. So although they have uh, 
control, the body's control is entirely by the nefesh halikis. But yet, the nefesh habahamis has not been totally eradicated, chased away, but rather it has become bottle because its level of despising items that come from the nefesh habahamis are not complete and not full, but occasionally uh, there is still that uh, part in their heart, there is that meshicha, there is that drawing the heart to physical matters which come from klippas and the other side. Therefore, that means that although uh, it is bottled and it's not functioning in a expressive way, but yet it's still there and it's uh, only not felt because it is either bottled in depending, and there's many, many different levels, different madregas of how much uh, the nefesh alikis is uh, overpowering the nefesh abahamis, so in other words, how little or how much of the nefesh abahamis is left, uh, that would be the various different madregas, the various different levels of the tzaddikim, the various different tzaddikim, depending on how much they have succeeded to nullifying the evil that's within them, whether in 60, whether in 1,000, or in 10,000, depending on that level. And that's the different level of tzaddikim. And this period, the Altareb is going to say that the opposite, the counter, this level of tzaddik, Vitoivloi, which has, which is a tzaddik sheina gomer, not a complete tzaddik, but tzaddik, but still has toiv. I mean tzaddik veraloi. I mean still has samra to counter the level of tzaddik veraloi, uh, who does have ra, but it's not functioning. That's why he's a tzaddik. So to counter that, we have the rasha vitoivloi. And the Rosh Hashanah is also is the other side, it's just the opposite, that by and large the Russia has the Nefesh Abahamis control over his body, expanding in his body, Machshova Dibra However, he hasn't succeeded in chasing away the level of Toiv that is within the person's Moyach, which is the place where the Nefesh Alekis mainly rests. And because of that reason, in between the person's sins and in, in the between that he does have feelings of regret and remorse, and he and he wants to do teshuva, but the uh, control to actually be able to control himself, he does not because he is a uh, the Russia the the Russian him the nefesh abhamis in him is the one that has. Uh, taken and is mostly in charge, but yet there is uh, occasional and in between uh, arousals and uh, feelings of from that stem from the nefesh alikis. The extent of how much the uh, nefesh abhamis is in control of the body, whether he causes the person to totally sin in all three garments, Machshova Dibura Or he can only do it in one of the garments. And also to what level of sins, that also is the different, many different various variables and madregas in between how much of the Nefesh Alikis has been uh, nullified next to the Nefesh Abami. And that's why we have various different madregas.
a person who never gets feeling of remorse and he's only totally in service of his body or in service of the Nefesh Bahamis and he's only fully in Averis then and he doesn't even regret it that is somebody who is called a Rosha Gomer and he's a Rosha Veraloi meaning there is no toy left over there the toiv, as the Alter Rebbe will say, goes away and becomes in a level of makif. It surrounds him. It's not in an inner way at that point. But that's a Rosha Gamur, a Rosha Veraloi, that is only that. But the majority of Rishayim has Rosha Veraloi, which has many different Madregas. We'll learn inside. As the Alter Rebbe also mentioned earlier, that it is one opposite the other, the nefesh alikis nefesh, the opposite nefesh abahamis. So here, in this particular, the level, one opposite the other is the rasha v'toivloi, the rasha that still has some good, is l'umas, that is the opposite of the tzaddik v'raloi, the tzaddik that still has bad, the hainu, so as it is, he's going to explain, just as we explained before, the many different levels of the Rosha V'tayvloi, the Tzadik V'raloi, that the, he is a Tzadik, but he still has Ra. So this is, the. now we're going to explain that the level of the Rosha, that although he's a Rosha, but still V'tayvloi, which means, Sha'atoiv, Sha'benaf Sha'yhoi is that the good that is within his godly soul, which is in his mind, as we said before, that the main resting of the godly soul is in the mind of the person. And in the right ventricle, that is in his heart, as we learned before, that from the head, the nefesh expands into the right ventricle of the heart. So that... Uh, Nefesh, that uh, good which is in the nefesh, is cough of a bottle, is bent and is nullified. Legabe hara towards the evil, mehaklipa shebecholol hasmoli from the klipa that is in the left ventricle. That is uh, that the evil. Uh, that comes from his animal soul has overpowered the goodness of his godly soul in such a way that the good of his godly soul has become subdued and under the evil of the Nefesh Ababis. Now, how much it overpowers it, that is various different levels. This also, just like the level of Tzadik Veraloi, we said the earlier, has different, is divided into thousands of levels. So this too divides into to tens of thousands different level is with regard to the quantity and the quality of the bittle, meaning how much of Ra, quantitatively speaking, uh, is there 
relative to the good. So is it like bottle in 60 or in a thousand or in 10,000? But there is also the quality of bittle, meaning in which aspects of the person uh, does he uh, become subdued, does the Yetzirah overpower him? How much the good has been to the Ra, God forbid. There is one who's being subdued and nullified by him to the Ra, is Matnizer, is only very little. So to begin with, it's very little. Very little means he doesn't do a lot of Averis, just a little bit. He fails a little bit. And also the failure is not a constant failure. He doesn't always fail. Not always. For close encounters. That he doesn't fail. Occasionally fails. It is in distant times. Uh, the evil in him overpowers the good. So that Time passes until he fails again, and at that time the kovish is aguf, and then the nefesh habahamis conquers the small city, as we said that the body is the small huaguf, which is the body, and then he conquers it and he takes control. Now, even at that time, we're trying to give you a an example from something which is does in quantity it's a little so what would be a little quantity means it doesn't happen often so that is a small quantity but also it is also in a small quality because it doesn't encompass also the entire person we want to give you an example of a very minute a very small a minimal case of the Nefesh Abahamis overpowering the Nefesh Lekis. So even at the time that he conquers the body and he takes control, so that's occasional, so quantity-wise it's a small, it's a distant time, but also the Nefesh Abahamis does not take full control of the body at the time that it does conquer it, it only takes part of the body under his control. Uh, so that the body on the person should uh, follow to its uh, uh, control, to its uh, listening to it. And the body becomes a chariot in the garment. It's, it's dressed, it's dressed up. So that one of the three garments of the Nefesh Habahamis, which we has said before, and it's called, we'll mention before, that it had So the of the Nefesh Habahamis dresses up inside the mind of the person so that the person now thinks, uses his physical brain to entertain and allow for the thoughts of the Nefesh Abahamis of its power of thought or Diburamais. The Hainas, the Alter explains, like for example, He doesn't encompass the entire human body, 
but he only encompasses one part of the body where there is only the act alone. Uh, so he doesn't uh, express, he may not express himself in his thought and speech, only in the mice. The mice is an outworld, is the furthest from the soul, it's just the act, in the act itself, he expresses and he becomes a vehicle to the Nefesh Abahamis. And within, even in the act itself, we're not talking about doing serious offenses, but doing the, doing light Avedis. Lasis Avedis Kalis, to do light Avedis. Not serious ones, God forbid. That would also be in quantity, in equality. Uh, Quality-wise, meaning only part of the person. And within the person's uh, aspect, also light of air, so they're qualitatively speaking, becoming the service of Nefesh Muhammad only on a lesser level, a less serious offense. Or, maybe if we talk about only one of the garments, maybe the Nefesh Abahamis expands itself in the body just in speech, not in action or thought. And what kind of an Avera within this speech? Not a completely prohibited Avera, but L'dabir Avak Loshen Hora. They are speaking like the dust of Loshen Hora, which is the term that determines that is not directly, but it's on the boundary of Loshen Hora. An example of Avak Loshen Hora would be uh, if a woman asks uh, from her friend for some fire, uh, and uh, she responds and she says, oh, where is the fire burning all the time? Only in that person's eyes. They, they, they always roast meat and they eat. Uh, that's, you know, that's a baklosinara. It's like uh, criticizing and saying bad, you know, about the other person. Uh, or as the expression in the Pasuk is that... Uh, one who would praise his friend that will um, uh, bring him a loss, like uh, if a guest would go out in the street and he would announce, as the Gemara Norkin says, that, oh, this guy is such a great guy and uh, he prepared so much food, and then all everybody will gather into that one's house. So uh, a lot of times, you know, without speaking uh, specifically, uh, you are causing um, and you are uh, doing Lashnara. But in any event, even these things, Vilaytsonus or making fun of Kai Gavna, which people don't take as a, a full fledged sin, uh, calls this an Aveda Kala. Uh, so, and in this case, it's only the uh, garment of speech that it dresses up. Or just to think. And in thinking also, he's thinking here, he's thinking about sins which are more serious than the Avera itself, as the Gemara in Yumach of Tesamadalov says. Once, sometimes a person can think in his mind how to go ahead uh, and uh, do an Avera, as we'll see in a minute, but thinking about an Avera. Uh, is uh, even though he's not doing the Avera, but he's thinking about it, can sometimes be, is difficult more than Avera, is because it touches a more sensitive uh, 
garment of the person, which is his thought, which is more uh, closer to the soul. So that's why, although it's not in actuality, it's not come down in action, but it's still... Um, can be in certain respects uh, more difficult than a regular than the actual act of davera, and where else this is talking about thinking about davera about doing wanting to do something which is prohibited, and he's thinking about doing it. But even if one isn't thinking about a sin to go ahead and do something which is a prohibited. He is just thinking about the uh, idea of mating of a man, a male, and a female in this world, which is thoughts uh, which are uh, prohibited. They're not thinking about uh, doing something, but just uh the thought itself about it, then he is transgressing a warning of the Torah, when the Torah says, you shall be uh, careful from every bad things, which is a Pasuk in Dvarim of Gimel Yud, and our Chachamim uh, expound this to mean in the Gemara that one should not think about these kinds of thoughts by daytime, etc., unless they come later on as the result later on during the nighttime. So we see that just thinking about the thing is he is prohib- transgressing uh, uh, a command of the Torah. But yet, he is only using his thought for that as opposed to uh, just using one one aspect of his uh, and not all the garments and 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 not even uh, thinking about doing an avera, but just the thought itself. Yet these are all uh, uh, prohibited. Or further, the Alter Rebbe says, or if it's an opportune time to occupy oneself in Torah, and he turns his heart. To waste and not uh, not not taking advantage of the time. Kit and be obvious, like we learned in Petrakti obvious Perigimul Mishnah Dalit, that Haneyor Balaylo Vechulu, one who is up at night time, and he has an opportunity to study Torah Mefanili Bechulu, and then he turns his heart to think by things in vain. So, in this case, he's not even actually thinking about Averis or anything uh, prohibited, but he's just wasting his time. So in either of these cases, even though this is a minimally, relatively speaking, violation, an occasional violation, and also on a minimal level, so in any one of the above mentioned, and similar to them, when a person stumbles, and fails, then he's Nikra Rasha, then he's called evil by Isahi at that time. Why? Because at that time, because at that time that the evil that's in his soul, uh, the Nefesh Abahamis, overpowers the person, takes control, dresses up in his body, and makes him sin, and defiles him. 
so even though that happens, but that happened only uh, occasionally. And after he stumbles, and after he fails, so then the good which is in his godly soul overpowers, and then he regrets on what he did, spoke, or thought. And he seeks forgiveness and atonement by Hashem. And Hashem and actually Hashem will forgive him. In in between he's forgiven. If he repents with the fitting repentance, based on the advice of our sages of blessed memory, with the three categories of atonement, that one gets, would expound those three events in the end of Seif Mesechtes Yuma. And the Gemara says that, that if he transgressed and he violated a positive mitzvah and he repents, so then he is forgiven immediately. If he transgresses a prohibition and repents, then his repentance uh, hangs it, uh, keeps it hanging until Yom Kippur, which atones for him. And if he transgressed the prohibition of Chris and Mrs. Bezdin, then the tshuva and Yom Kippur in both of them. Hang it, hang it, keep it uh, in the middle until the uh, uh, pains that fall on the person they uh, wipe away, they clean him up. So, commission is as explained elsewhere. So, therefore, uh, the person is still uh, uh, considered, even though at the time he does teshuva. But since he is given into such a situation that he stands, that we know even as he's standing now that he will fail again, that means that he is a Russia v'toivloi, that he is still a Russia because he is prone to uh, do this again. That is his status. And although, as the Rebbe puts in a footnote over here, although as far as the Panel, uh, punishment and reward, he is considered a, uh, a tzadigomor, he's a complete tzadig, he will be righteous, as the Alter Rebbe says before in Perikalev, he will succeed, win his judgment, because he did tshuva. Uh, but uh, if he would, um, but when we talk about what is the person's level, what's his status, what is his inside like, so they were saying that this person is not a tzaddik. He is a tzaddik v'raloi. Because the influence of the ra in his... Uh, I mean, not a rasha v'tavloi, I'm sorry. It's a rasha v'tavloi. Because the influence of his toiv is comes... Uh, um, after the person fails, and he's always uh, uh, able to fail, he's always uh, predisposed, he's in a position that he's going to fail, and therefore, if we look at this person, we're saying, well, he is, even at the time that he does tshuva, he's still a roshavetoivloi, because his madrege is still such that he could fail very easily. But that is the... Uh, 
at least that's the on the uh, on the best of the Russia Vitoivloy, which means he's mostly toiv. Uh, he's a Russia, he fails, but he, he, he fails only very little in the small things, and only on one aspect, and not in serious offenses, only, on, only once in a while. But on the other hand, there is one who the bad overpowers the moral. That all the three garments of the Ra will dress up in him, he fails in everything, which means his thought, speech, and actions are become vehicles to the Nefesh HaBahamis for Avedis. And then also he makes him sin with more serious offenses than the offenses mentioned before. And also and in more and much closer times. But yet, he is still, even at that extreme, which seems to be uh, a lot worse than the, the, the example brought before, but yet, he is still considered to be v'toivloi. Although he's a rosh, he's still v'toivloi. Why? Because between one sin and the other thing, mischorit. He still regrets. And there are thoughts of repentance that reach him from the level of good that's in his soul. Which overpowers a little bit in the meantime. And from that good, there are thoughts of tshuva that come to him. The only thing is, his gabrus kolkach he doesn't have, we're talking about even this, he, he has a thought of tshuva, but he doesn't actually do tshuva. Because that toy does not have the power to over to win over the evil, to separate himself from his sins, totally to admit and let go, uh, that power he doesn't have. So that means that he's not even fully doing tshuva. And in uh, such a case, even with regards, it seems, to the Schar Enish, he would not be called a Tzadik Gomor, because he doesn't really uh, do full tshuva. But yet, the fact that he has those thoughts of tshuva, they come because there is still a spark, and there is still a goodness, there is still some of the Nefesh kiss in him. And with regards to a person like that, our sages tell us, that that Rishoyim are full with regrets between one sin and the other one they regret for the first sin and even at the time that they do the things possibly that they are upset about it but they cannot control themselves those are the majority of the Rishoyim that they still have a level of good. And that level of good that is within them causes them to always feel remorse and regret, although in practical reality they don't have the power to overcome the temptation and to take control as not to fail. So, now we see that there is a myriad levels of levels in between in the level of Russia from the 
level, the best of the levels where the person is only occasionally in only one aspect of his levushim and only in a very light sense to one who is constantly and in all of his garments and also with serious offenses and they're still uh, considered v'toivloi and they're still a rasha v'toivloi and that corresponds to the myriad of levels which is on the level of the tzaddik v'raloi in how much ra and how often that is on the other part so this is the level of rasha v'toivloi achmi she'enim ischoret lo'ilom but one who never uh, regrets vein boyim lo hirhure tshuva klol and thoughts of repentance don't reach him at all. Nikra Rosha Veraloi. He is called a Rosha and it's bad to him. Shahrash Benafshay Hulevadi Nishar Bikirbe. Because by him it's only the bad that's in its soul that is left within him. That's all what is left. Kigovar Kokachalatoiv for hit the evil, the ra for the Nefsha Baham is so much overpowered the good. The good actually is talik, so that the good left mikirvei ve'oymed mibchinas makifolov milmailo, but it stands above him in a surrounding way above him, so that inside him you don't feel it at all, but it's only above him. But yet we can't say that it totally left him, not even with level makif. That's why I say just say a kol be'asora on all ten Jews, this shechem rest, meaning it doesn't matter that even if somebody is in the level of Russia, Veraloi, he too has the shechem resting upon him. But yet, it's only in a way of a bechinas makif.